Hey guys, we got to stop picking up the world's lingo, okay? Stop picking up them words that they be saying. And we just, we, we going along with the culture. We thinking it's cool. We thinking we can take their language and their lingo and come on and bring it over here because it's just not that deep, right? It's just, it's not. And it is. It really is because the word triggered, I, I've seen and I've heard Christians using it too. And really, I just want us to really understand that the word trigger and being triggered, it's not just a word. I think we're we're um, not realizing that us being triggered or you saying that you're triggered is really just you exposing how undelivered you are. If you get free, you won't be triggered. If you get free from those undelivered things in you, you won't be triggered. A lot of the times when people say they're triggered, they're just really saying they're not free. They're not delivered. They have things in them that are undealt with. They have unresolved issues in them. They have some PTSD lingering around somewhere. And so you doing that thing that you're doing or you saying that thing that you're saying is causing whatever is in them that is undelivered and not yet free to come up to the surface. And it's bothersome. And so sometimes when people say that, what they're really saying is don't touch that. It's a new it's a new term for saying you're pushing my buttons. Right. We all we know that that's an old term. The old saying is you're you know, you're pushing someone's buttons. That means that you're provoking them. You're, you know, you're bothering them. And so that is just the same phrase that's equivalent to that word triggered. And so if you get free, if you, you know, let the Holy Spirit transform you and work some of his character in you where you have self-control, that even the things that and, and let him change you and transform you, those things that that you went through in the past that were traumatic, that uh, you see somebody else going through or that, you know, when people are t talking about certain topics, you it won't bother, it won't trigger you or bother you. Or uh, toxic emotions and feelings won't arise in you if you just let him deal with those things. Let him deal with the PTSD so you can stop walking around talking about how triggered you are. So certain topics won't scare you. Certain topics won't cause you to have a breakdown. Certain topics won't cause you to go within yourself and hide. Certain topics and conversations won't cause you to go into a full-blown panic attack and have an anxiety. Am I being insensitive about what you've gone through that has led you into being triggered? No, but I have to shine light on this and expose this for what it is because I want people to understand that, yeah, you may be triggered, but you don't have to stay triggered. How long is this trigger going to be a trigger? How long are we going to hold on to these undelivered ways and all these issues and all this stuff that's unresolved? And how long are we going to be in this place of being bound? It's not... It's not something that you have to. It's not something that has to be your story for the rest of your life. It's not. And so I want us as Christians to stop adopting these phrases from the world. Stop picking up this 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 lingo. Stop picking up the popular culture slang and the way that they talk. Let's start talking like Christ. 
Let's start speaking like the word. Am I saying you cannot have a personality? No, I have a personality. I like to laugh. I like to joke. However, I have to make sure and I and I even pray this for myself. God, let my joking come from a place of purity and not a place of perversion, because there is a such thing as dirty jokes. The word says stay away from coarse jokes. And I I love to joke and laugh with people. So I have to make sure that I stay away from coarse jokes that I'm that I'm allowing God to prune my sense of humor. He's been on me about that. Even it's like talking about people like you can't talk. You can't make people the butt of your jokes. And they're thinking like, oh, that that's just me having my per having a personality. No, that's not the character of God. Jesus didn't go around talking about people. He didn't go around making fun of people, laughing at people. He went around there exposing things. Bringing truth, doing miracle signs and wonders. Jesus wasn't going around talking about the Pharisees, talking about ha 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 ha. They so religious. They so like laughing at them, making jokes about them. No, he was he came to set free, set the people free. Am I saying you cannot have a personality? That's not what I'm saying. But I I know how to joke in a way that's not offensive to other people. You don't know what your jokes are doing to the people that are on the receiving end of that. And that's that's real because you have people that will laugh and not even you don't even know that um, they're covering up an insult. Because of you joking. In a manner that is not appropriate. And so you want to be very careful with that. I even go so far and say, is it okay if I say this? Like, is it okay if I, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to offend people. Not in a way of like, I'm going to walk on eggshells because some people are going to be offended just because of they're offended by the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that can't change that. However, I'm not going to go um, purposely and intentionally offend people. With something that is out of that's with something that um, has nothing to do with my salvation or the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, if it's the gospel, it's the gospel. I can't change that, and I'm gonna speak that and proclaim that. If you offend it, you offend it. You know, I'm whatever. But if it's something that is, you know, part of my personality and it's not right, I'm open to correction. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that's the difference. I don't even know how we got on this, but whatever. Um, and so, yeah, you just want to be mindful of that. And we just we want to stop picking up the world's language, the culture. We want to we want to disconnect ourselves from that. We, we do. I'm not saying, you know, you can't reach the loss. I'm not saying that, you know, you stop witnessing. But you want to be very careful because you don't want to start talking like that. You don't want to start walking like that. You got to learn how to go reach them without becoming like them. And by becoming like them, I mean taking on their character, their nature, their habits, the way that they lived. So 
some people, some what's a part of your personality? You'll be surprised all of the stuff that's not God that has really played a part in shaping your personality. You will be so surprised. Like you will be like, dang, so you mean to tell me this whole time that wasn't even a part of me? That wasn't even who God has called me to be? That wasn't even a part of my God-given personality? Even your personality is unique in the sense the way God created you. And so he even uses our personality. But the thing is, a lot of the people, they think that certain things that are um, supposed to be a part of their personality are good. And it's really been shaped by culture, trauma, the past, things that they've gone through. And they think they think that's them. And it's not them. Like sarcasm. Like sar- sarcasm is a sin. We should not be sarcastic. That's that's mocking. Sarcasm is just, it's mocking. And so I don't know why we think that these things are okay when the Bible makes it very clear. And we just think that it's a part of us. And we think that, oh, this is my personality. Oh, I can't have a person. Yeah, you can. But what is really your personality? Do you even really know? I think we need to like do checks. God, who am I really? Like, who am I? What is my personality really like? Some of you guys' personality has been suppressed through rejection, all type of stuff. Through all, and you got all these false identities that you're carrying around. And it's played a part in your, your personality being suppressed. It's played a part in how you act and how you carry yourself and how you conduct yourself. Your environment has shaped your personality. You, When you get in God and God starts doing some real deliverance and healing and transformation, you're going to start to see, wow, that ain't even me. Soon as those burdens of those um, false identities fall, you're going to be so free to be the, be the person that you are supposed to be truly that God has created you to be. Maybe you were that person at one point. Maybe you were that person, you know, that was walking in their personality, their God-given personality at one point, and then somebody came and made you feel like that's not cool enough. That's not, oh, that's not. So you have to change the way that you were to adapt to those people. Because somebody rejected you and rejected who you were truly or rejected what God has put in you, you don't want to walk in that no more. You don't want to be like that no more. I want to be like the people that would accept me. Not even knowing and not even realizing that it's really killing and cutting off a part of you that God wants to use. I really challenge you guys, not challenge you guys, I ask you guys to really just ask God to this this weekend. We got a three day weekend. Ask God all weekend. God, I want you to show me. The ways that my personality is being suppressed, my God-given personality. I want you to show me the ways and the areas of my personality that need to be pruned. God, what have I taken on as myself and as a part of me that is not really even a part of me? Who am I, God? Who did you create me to be? What do I like? Some of y'all need to ask God, what do I even like? I've been so controlled and manipulated by social media, by people, by the culture, by this world. So influenced. Do I even like this? Do I even like half the stuff I got? Or am I just 
going along with what's cool? Am I just going, keeping up with the latest fashions and trends and fads? Is this even me? Ask yourself these questions. Ask God these questions. Some of y'all personality, if you really find your God-given personality, some of y'all personality is being uh, suppressed by the person you been you with. You can't even be yourself with the person you you may become in one flesh with. The person that you sitting up there sleeping with, in fornication with, you can't even be yourself. Do you know what the wrong man, there was parts of myself that I had to shut off and hide because I wasn't comfortable with being who God had created me to be. I wasn't comfortable with talking about God. I wasn't comfortable, you know what I'm saying, laughing and joking and being my open, bubbly self because of the person that I was with. There are a lot of people that anybody has ever been in a relationship with me will tell you, oh, she quiet. She don't even talk like she's not even. But that's because a part of my personality was being suppressed. They couldn't see the part of me that God created me to be. And I thank God because they probably would have, you know, <laughs> they probably would have stole that too. You know what I'm saying? But I thank God he didn't let them see or that, you know. But don't you want to be free to be? Don't you want to be in a relationship with people and, you know, that are, that are, encourage you to be who God created you to be and not have you not add to the persona and the facade that you're trying to walk out and carry and walk in. Don't you want to be with people that's not going to put another burden of another personality on you? Ain't you tired of having all these multiple personalities, these different minds within your mind? Don't you want someone who's going to encourage stability in you? Who gonna say, go ahead, girl, be be you better be who you are. Some of y'all can't even be yourself. Some of y'all can't be that because y'all don't know who y'all are. And I don't say that in a in a condescending way because I we we always we're growing. We're on a journey. But some of y'all need to get on the journey. Get on the journey. Some of y'all don't know, but you ain't trying to find out either. You just accepted it. Life is what it is. And that's not God. No, don't stop there. Don't say no. Don't do that. Don't say that this is just who I am. This is it. I'm not changing. And No, be open to change. What if what you're doing in your way of living is not right? Be open to change. Always be open to change. Always, always, always. Don't ever get to a place where you say, this is it. I'm just going to stay this way. And No, if there's no change, there's a death that takes place. Things that don't change, they don't grow. And things that don't grow, they die. Always be willing to change for the better. I'm not talking about making changes to your detriment. I'm talking about always be open to change for the better. I'm not talking about that self-help change, the, the, the change of I'm going to be, uh, uh, what is it? The new and improved me and all that self-help stuff, that me, 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 I, 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 you can't change you. 
You can only suppress what's there and cope through what's wrong with you. But when you really want some real deliverance and healing and freedom, God is available to truly make that transformation and truly bring about that change to where nobody but him gets the glory. Amen. My son in the bathroom. Amen. Amen, Poppy. And so I just want you guys to really think about this over the weekend. Think about who am I really? God, what personality did you really give me versus the one that I allow culture and people and society and the world to influence and shape versus the identity and the false identities that I allow the world to put on me that I'm currently carrying as baggage to right now? Currently. Amen. Amen. Amen.